This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. An Army general is now coming to the defense of U.S. Senator Tommy Tuberville and Tuberville's hold on military promotions. Army General Charles Flynn, the brother to retired Lieutenant Colonel Michael Flynn, says that holds on promotions are not presenting any practical challenges to the military. General Flynn has command of U.S. Army operations in the Pacific. Tuberville's hold on promotions is in protest of the Pentagon enacting a pro-abortion policy that is contrary to what Congress has permitted or approved. General Flynn's comments were made to the Washington Times, and he said this hold is mostly inconvenient to senior military officers who have been assigned overseas, while Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, who was appointed to the position by Joe Biden, says that Tuberville's actions are unprecedented, unnecessary, and unsafe. Tuberville maintains that the DOD is enacting policy that is unlawful, and they're doing so at the behest of Biden as a reaction to the recent overturning of Roe v. Wade. Another coach besides Tuberville is weighing in on politics, one that is currently active coach for the Auburn University men's basketball team. Coach Bruce Pearl spoke on the Don't Hashtag Me podcast with Dan Daychik, talking about the Iran deal that was made by Joe Biden, in which five American prisoners in Iran were traded for five Iranian prisoners being held in the U.S. On top of that, the U.S. lifted $6 billion worth of sanctions on Iranian assets. Here's Coach Pearl. We're exchanging hostages, our hostages, for terrorists right now. Um, and, And I don't care how the State Department spins it. We're not idiots. I recognize this is their money. I recognize that that it's been frozen uh, as part of the sanctions for them being the state state the worst sponsor of terrorism in the entire world. But we're freeing up six billion. I don't care. That's as far as I'm concerned for hostages. That's ransom, and we're not supposed to negotiate with hostages. They're weeks away from a nuclear bomb. Uh, they're funding Hezbollah in Lebanon, and they're Hamas in Gaza. They're all the sworn enemy of the state of Israel, so they're funding our allies' enemy. Uh, it's just, it just it, it destabilized the entire region. And and isn't Iran building drones for Russia? And we're pouring all this money in our, in Ukraine, and, and and Iran's on the other side. Look, I want to be there. I want to be there. Their partner in peace. Uh, but this ex- extremist regime is our sworn enemy. Why are we negotiating with them? That's not how you get. That's not how you get hostages back, and that's not how you lead the free world. The Alabama Public Library Service has passed a book collation policy in response to parents expressing concerns over the sexually explicit nature of books in the children's section. The APLS had a meeting this week, and it was attended by those in favor of removing those books and those opposed to it who called it censorship. Portions from two children's books were read by Hannah Reese, who heads up Clean Up Alabama. The portions from the children's book detailed both a sex act and the idea of prostitution. APLS Chairman Ronald Snyder objected to Reese reading from the book, calling it inappropriate, to which Reese agreed and pointed out that's exactly the problem, that these inappropriate books are being put in the library for children to read. APLS board member John Wall made a motion for the APLS to collate a list of books that are sexually explicit so that local libraries are given guidance in their decisions. Wall says the move is common sense in light of the fact that we already rate movies, video games, and other things for children. The Southern Environmental Law Center is filing a lawsuit against Bluestone Coke on behalf of the Black Warrior Riverkeepers and a group called GASP. The lawsuit claims that Bluestone Coke facility is discharging harmful pollutants into the environment, even though the facility is currently not operational. 
The Black Warrior Riverkeepers allege that Bluestone Coke's permit to discharge wastewater into Five Mile Creek has been violated more than 390 times. Just last year, the Jefferson County Health Department fined Bluestone Coke for violating air permits with their emissions from Coke ovens. A bill has been pre-filed for the Alabama 2024 legislative session that would require public schools in the state to broadcast the national anthem within classrooms K-12 through at least once a week. SB 2 is being offered by State Senator Gerald Allen. He says that there are options for how schools would want to present the song as a means of exposing students to history and to inspiration. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news... Indictments have finally come against the son of Joe Biden, Hunter, and they were issued by special counsel David Weiss in Delaware. Hunter Biden has been charged with felony gun charges when it comes to false information given to the FBI when it comes to a gun purchase application. Hunter Biden claimed to not be using drugs at the time when, in fact, he was very much on drugs and into hiring Russian and Ukrainian prostitutes as well. Hunter Biden is facing three felony counts under federal law. Earlier this summer, Biden showed up in court in Delaware with the hopes of avoiding these charges as part of a plea deal that he had arranged a year or so ago, but that all fell apart when the judge started digging deeper into the plea details and DOJ prosecutors were unwilling to stand by the blanket immunity that had been written inside the legal document for Joe Biden's son. Over in the case against Donald Trump, Fulton County Superior Court Judge Scott McAfee has not agreed to the plan that was presented by Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis. Willis wants to prosecute Trump and his 16 co-defendants all at the same time, And this coming October, Judge McAfee has severed two of the cases. They are related to Kenneth Chesbro and Sidney Powell. Both Powell and Chesbro have demanded a speedy trial in that state of Georgia, which has a special law that allows you to do that. The judge agreed to separate Chesbro and Powell's case in order to do that speedy trial. And then he wrote that severing the remainder of the co-defendants is simply a procedural and logistical inevitability. McAfee said that the burden on the jurors for each individual trial will be lessened through shorter, separate trials, and that severing these other cases is an absolute necessity. The Federal Election Commission has closed up a case against Florida Congressman Matt Gates when it comes to false allegations that he was involved in sex trafficking. The complaints against Gates were filed by Chris Dosev. He's a Republican in Florida who has challenged Gates at least twice for his congressional seat. Dosev claims that Gates illegally used campaign funds to pay for his legal expenses related to sex trafficking allegations from the Department of Justice back in 2020. DOJ investigators recently ended their probe into Gates this past February after they found zero evidence that Gates had sex with a 17-year-old girl. And now the FEC has closed up their probe into the claims coming from Dosev. Gates responded to this latest news by saying that Dosev has lost every FEC complaint filed against him and every election campaign as well, and needs to find less expensive and more productive hobbies in the future. Florida's Surgeon General Joseph Ladapo is officially advising Floridians to not get any COVID booster shots, especially those who are under the age of 65. The statement from Ladapo comes just days after the Center for Disease Control recommended new COVID shots for all ages from six months up. Ladapo cited the absence of any meaningful booster-specific clinical trial data on humans as the reasons for not pushing the boosters on Floridians. Governor Ron DeSantis agreed with Ladapo, saying he will not let the federal government use healthy Floridians as guinea pigs for shots not proven to be safe or effective. When it comes to COVID and the COVID crisis, 
The World Health Organization is busy acquiring pandemic treaty agreements from the U.S. and other major countries in order to enact a sweeping policy in the years ahead and how much control that organization will have in the event of another virus outbreak. Dr. Merrill Nass is very outspoken against the WHO when it comes to their ultimate goal of world of world control through a health crisis. Nass revealed all this while speaking at the European Union parliamentary session. We're undergoing a soft coup under the pretext of pandemic preparedness and the biosecurity agenda. The WHO is developing through all its nations, but with the WHO directorate in the United States in charge, a pandemic treaty and amendments to the existing international health regulations that will remove the human rights protections currently um, embedded in the IHRs, will enforce surveillance, censorship, get rid of freedom of speech, require governments to censor and only push a single narrative. Other things that amendments do is to bind the state so they're no longer recommendations, but enforceable edicts. Uh, Provide a liability shield, get rid of intellectual property rights, move supplies from one country to another, um, enforce digital passports, and the director general of WHO can demand that a pandemic or a potential pandemic exists. He can just declare it with no standards, and then countries around the world will have to obey. Uh, Also, the WHO will tell you what drugs you can and can't use in your nation once a pandemic is declared. One Health is another part of this. One Health is a concept that was created to enable the WHO with these documents to take over jurisdiction of everything in the world by saying that climate change, animals, plants, water systems, ecosystems are all central to health. Also embedded in this concept is a peculiar notion that humans are no longer of greater value than animals. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your electronic device, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of The Daily Detail on whatever podcasting app you've been using to listen. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other podcasting apps. You can also get the word out about The Daily Detail by sending a link to a friend or dropping me a five-star rating. I surely do appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again on Monday. Until then, have a wonderful weekend. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.